One of the card combinations I remember is the black card was what is the most emo and the winning response was home video of Oprah crying into a lean cuisine. <laughs> oh, that's terrible. I'm not putting that in after all. <laughs> <laughs> <Why>? <laughs> Welcome to Documenta and Son, being the adventures of a dad who's gay and a son who is figuring shit out. My name is Documenta Barbarism, very stable genius. And I'm Dingle, Bear- Dingle Mary. <laughs> That's the first time that's happened. Who are you? In three, two episodes. This is this episode is number third, three. This yes. is the third episode. Do you want to Anyways, try again? And I'm Dingle Mary, Louis Armstrong's missing testicle. <laughs> that is better than the previous one. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, don't really know what to say about that. Well, it's to segue directly into our BS segment, because I had we a- We don't call it the BS segment, <laughs> it's just the segment where we BS. <laughs> Great, and difference. people weren't even supposed to know it's a segment. It was supposed to feel natural and... <laughs> yeah, because that's definitely what it felt like. Anyways, I had a birthday party today, guys. It was really fun. Uh, I just invited a bunch of my friends over, some from my old school and some from my no school, and then we just played Cards Against Humanity for four and a half hours to pizza and cake. So, where did Louis Armstrong's missing testicle come into play? Well, after we stopped with Cards Against Humanity, we went for a little walk around the house, and then I came back really tired and broken, because I have an old man body, (laughs) Uh, and we decided to do charades. We started first with the official reverse charades game, and then that went horribly wrong. Um, Why? The prompt for our group was snorkel, and then the person comes out of the room and there are just four people on the ground going blub 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 <laughs> while, while me and another one of us had like an actual snork like tried to do a snorkel like statue with our face or with our and with our hands and she was like I fucking give up. This is the worst idea and I am never doing this again. <laughs> did you not as a team get together and decide? We did. I said like I I was saying someone could impersonate the bubbles coming out of my snorkel or something. And then they were all just like, I want to be fish. <laughs> and I was like, sure, whatever you say, guys. So that's the story of how I snorkeled with fish in the basement. <laughs> so I still don't quite understand where Louis Armstrong's Anyways, testicle comes after into play. that shenanigans, we just went to normal charades. Um... And that went horribly wrong as well. And then we decided to do charades based on Cards Against Humanity uh, cards. Um, I had to take four times before I could get a good one. 
I went through fiery poops. <laughs> intelligent design. Uh, fiery poops is an amazing charades <laughs> item. Well, because I tried to do fire and they just could not understand it. I was like, all right, I give up. And then the fourth one we landed on was Louis Armstrong's missing testicle. I got Armstrong and Louis, I think. Or, um, wait, not Louis. Who's the astronaut? Neil. Neil. It might have been Neil. <laughs> wait, it's one, it's either Louis or Neil or Hold on, I gotta look this up. <laughs> How do I not remember? Which Armstrong <laughs> was missing a ball? Lance, Lance Armstrong! <laughs> right, of course. That makes much more Lance sense. Lance Armstrong! <laughs> Are you sure it wasn't Stretch Armstrong? It was Lance Armstrong's missing testicle. <laughs> That makes so much more sense, because this whole time I was like, wow, I never realized Louis Armstrong only had one testicle. <laughs> what? <laughs> my memory is so bad. Oh my gosh. And the fourth re- result is a Reddit post. Did Lance Armstrong lose his right or left testicle? Oh my lord. <laughs> well, I'm glad so many people have gotten such entertainment from Lance Armstrong's cancer. Oh no! Yeah, how do you think he lost it? Oh my gosh! Oh no! <laughs> that's oh, no. why. That's why Cards Against Humanity is called what? What do they call it? A party game for terrible for people. terrible people. Yeah, but the the even the instructions are really funny. Uh, it's on the back. It says, "If you have any concerns, please contact former Vice President Dick Cheney." <laughs> Brilliant. Uh, and then some of the house rules includes a rule called. Rando Cardrizian, where there's a random card taken from the pile, and then if that random person, that random card, wins the game, everyone goes home in shame. <laughs> <laughs> but that didn't happen. It didn't happen because we didn't do that. Well, it sounds like you guys are the perfect age. For we this are. Game. We are one year below the suggested age, which is perfect. Yeah, because you're all too smart for your own good. Exactly. We're all uh, mentally twenty-year-olds. Sure. So when I came down after the cake, I did wonder if there had been dance fights or knife fights of any sort between the warring gangs. At one point, I did try to start a dance fight by sort of... (laughs) (laughs) And walking, like, into the middle of the group. And then one of them was just, what the fuck are you doing? (laughs) (laughs) You're like... Jazz hands, yeah, ow, turn in, out, oh. <laughs> Guys, and you just did a whole musical performance for me. So it was really beautiful. Clearly, y'all are not going to be doing improv anytime soon. They don't, no. They don't understand the principle of yes anding. They do not understand the principle of yes anding. Did you, did it at least turn into a knife fight or something juicy? No, nobody brought anything particularly sharp, unfortunately. Shame. Which was a shame. Kids today. I know. They did manage to grab scissors, I think, to cut open two of the helium balloons. <laughs> oh dear! And one of the one of the kids who generally has had more of a high pitched voice tried it, and he said it doesn't work because I'm already too squeaky. And then some of the other kids worked, and whenever we did, 
whenever they worked and they were like, I didn't eat. Uh, we, and everyone else was on Helium Sora. I'm like, yeah. It was really funny to listen to. <laughs> did, did anyone record it? No, which is so sad on my part. It's so weird. There's something I thought. Did that miss a generation or something? Was it millennials that recorded everything and now Gen Z is actually like having genuine life experiences or are you all just lazy? It's probably a mix of the two. But that's great because I'm glad that you are interacting as humans, (laughs) even if you're saying and imagining horrible things. That's fine. That's none of my business. Did you, what did people think of your three inch black patent leather Mary Janes? There was plenty of finger-wagging. Really? They were giving you the yes, yes queen? If they had known about it, they would have. (laughs) Uh, But they were like, they look good on you. I bet they're super uncomfortable. And I'm like, yes, they are. It was awesome. And I felt very powerful during the whole thing. Even though I barely was standing on them, I was mostly just sitting on the floor. So, at least I put them to good use. Did you put them on in front of everyone? No, I put them on when I came back upstairs for Cards Against Humanity. And then, uh, and then and made then, your entrance like a diva. Yeah, and then I went down the stairs, and when I walk up the stairs, the back heel sort of, like, comes off a little bit, so that's disconcerting. And then, like, a lot of the front heel, uh, or the, the, the ball front part. heel? How many heels do you... <laughs> the front heel, I like that. I have the that. front heel, the back heel, the middle heel. <laughs> um, I'm just all heel. So I, in order to gain more balance on the stairs, I started walking with my feet at a total perpendicular lines to the rest of my body. (laughs) Second position. Exactly. Just perfectly parallel with the steps themselves. That seems somehow more dangerous. (laughs) But you seem to get through it without any leg injuries. Yeah, surprisingly. And at least I'm not as bad as one of my other friends who is very prone to falling, uh, which is very interesting because they're a dancer. But they fall a lot. And... At one point, they were coming back down the stairs from going to the bathroom, and on the fourth step, they just slip, fall on their butt, and butt slide down the stairs. On the fourth going down? Out of what? What are there, like 12? Yes. 15? (laughs) Yes. Probably even higher, actually. One of them later said, I was just sort of looking up, and then I just see a dark figure slide down the stairs. But she's okay? She was totally fine. We all fussed over her for a moment, but she came out perfectly fine did they so you felt supported with the heels was anyone weirded out no none of them were weirded out i got initial praise at the beginning but it sort of just faded into the reality of the party you know they just absorbed it yeah it was accepted and i was like yay that's awesome i love that it's good it's so important to find a group of supportive non-judgmental friends who will support you yeah. and not judge you yeah. because they're supportive and non-judgmental. I know. They're the best. One last thing before we wrap up the party. I'm not entirely sure how this came to be, but the meme that came out of this whole party is Mr. Clean's powerful thighs. <laughs> was that one of the cards? <laughs> no, it was Mr. Clean behind you. And then one of them was about powerful thighs, I think, or someone may have just said that. So it sort of became about Mr. Clean's powerful thighs. I mean, hell, I ain't mad. (laughs) And then, unfortunately, two people had to look up on their own phones and incognito tabs, Mr. Clean on Pornhub. (laughs) 
Oh, no. And, and one of them just turned off the phone and threw it to the side when they saw that there were 16 results. I'd let him polish my knobs, if you know what I mean. <laughs> it's just funny because we make so many mixtures clean sex jokes. <laughs> Like, I'd let him stick my magic, his magic eraser in me. That's not even a good one. Why would you, you don't stick a magic eraser in things. At this point. I, oh, a better version would have been, I'd let him rub his magic eraser all over me. Yeah, there you go. Because at this point, you're just naming things. It's like a and Mad then, Lib. And then saying... Stick. Yeah, it's just me. a mad lib. You're just like, Miss, I let Mr. Clean. I let. Adjective. His noun. I'd let Mr. Clean stick his powerful thighs in me. That doesn't mean anything. Exactly. I'm just following the format. Oh, Lord. <laughs> um, if you're out there, Mr. Clean, I'm sorry. Please send us pictures of your powerful thighs. No, please come wrap them around my face. <laughs> And stick them inside of me. That is not as funny as you think it is. It's funny because it's bad. Oh, oh goodness. I'm dying. Mr. Clean's powerful thighs. Coming soon to a theater, to a store near you. <laughs> to a porn hub near you, apparently. Yeah, seriously. If you live in the greater New York area or have a good microphone and would like to share your story on Closet Practice, anonymously or not, message me on Twitter at documentabee on Instagram at DocumentaBarbarism, online at DocumentaBarbarism.com, or by email to ButtStuff at DocumentaBarbarism.com, with only one A in barbarism. That's D-O-C-U-M-E-N-T-A-B-A-R-B-R-I-S-M. In the meantime, be sure to subscribe to House of Barbarism on your pod thingy of choice so you don't miss a single episode of Adventures in Gabysitting and Closet Practice every Monday and Documenta and Son every Thursday. Now, also in big news <laughs> this week, even bigger than Mr. Clean's powerful thighs, somehow, is you had your very first GSA meeting. I know, it was amazing. I have been dying to hear about it, so lay it on me. Okay, the most important part was there were so many queers. Uh, the amount of queers there was so many. <laughs> just, I couldn't. I was like, I'm going to say a really good word to describe the situation, and then my mind sort of just drew a blank. The first thing that we did as a group when everyone came was the GSA student board because we have a group of. Students who actually care about furthering the goals of the GSA rather than just farting around um, had organized a this or that game where everyone stands in a line in the center of the room. And then one person says, like, leading the activity, um, for example, cheddar popcorn or butter popcorn. And they'll, like, point to a side for each one. And then we all walk over uh -huh. and then we have to defend our positions. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. Um, for example, I went with Cheez-Its over Goldfish. Okay. And one person commented, you actually give logical, like, evidence <laughs> and arguments for the positions when most of, just are, uh, most of us are just like, I like it more. <laughs> How many people are we talking in the group? I think the final sign-in count was 20. 
overall. Nice. Do you know how many people there are in your school altogether? Upwards of two, three hundred. Are you making that number up? No. It's at least that, if not more. Was it people from every grade? Every grade and all the academies, yeah. And how many adults? There were just two adults there, and they were just sort of just there to mark down that this was where this collection of kids was. They weren't involved in the running of it at all? Not really. Who ran it? The student board. Oh, tell me about that. They have a like a president, a social media manager who actually goes to the same academy as me, and I'm kind of like friends-ish with them. And I'm not sure what the other roles are, but this year they hadn't assigned a treasurer role yet. So I, of course, stepped up <gasps> and submitted myself for review. Look at you, treasurer fish. Mm-hmm. What does it mean that you submitted yourself for <laughs> review? That came out much weirder than I meant for it to be, but there was just a Google form on the classroom that was on the Google classroom that was made for the club to and it literally is just what is your name? Would you like to uh run for the role of treasurer? And I said Dingle Mary, I said my real name. Yes. Okay, thank you for the detail of how you filled yep. in the simple Google form. <laughs> Did other people sign up for it? Like, is there going to be an election? or I'm not sure how they're going to handle it, but I do know towards the end of the session, the social media manager friend did tell me that there was another person in the running, and I was like, damn it, Ooh. I'm going to have to... I have competition. Give me a name, I'll bust some kneecaps. I don't know the name, unfortunately. <laughs> Otherwise you would. Otherwise I would. <laughs> no, that's a good job. I, I'm proud of you for putting yourself out there and getting involved. Mm -hmm. Tell me more. Um, the main activity that we spent the whole day doing was we made pins. We just sort of were given a piece of paper and then this openable glass, like, or not glass, plastic pin container to put like pictures in or whatever. So I just wrote some words. That's what most people did. They just put their name and their pronouns and then like maybe a cute little doodle. The one that I ended up creating just says, try the chicken tenders. <laughs> it's true, dear listener. I can vouch for the fact that he has a pin that says, try the chicken tenders. But I have an alternate slip of paper that just says, insert slur here, which is in response to the teachers, to the moderators saying, please no curses or slurs. Oh, my Lord. I didn't put an actual slur there. Okay, that's a good thing, I guess. They're all for it. One of them's a guidance counselor. What was the purpose of the pins? I'm not sure. This was this mostly just felt like a getting to know everyone like meeting. We didn't do much like important stuff or plan for for further activities and projects that the GSA would want to do. I want to get the role of treasurer so that I can push forward a motion to return to the clothes drive um, runway. This was a project they did where they gathered clothes for a clothes drive, but before they submitted them all, a bunch of the kids at the GSA wore them and modeled them on a runway, like, for the entire school. And I want to push that forward so that I can do it in full track. Nice. Was it, did COVID stop it? Is that why they, they haven't done it? No, I don't remember the last time they did it and why they didn't do it last year, for example. Probably COVID had a fairly big impact. <laughs> Probably for the fact that no one was at school. Well, I guess there were people at school. Yeah. 
there was a whiteboard in the room, and I did put up a big advertisement advertising House of Barbarism, and specifically Documenta and Sun. Yeah, it's work, bitch. Uh, yes. Did anyone ask you, or did you tell anyone about it, or did... Someone gave me an eyebrow and said, are you the podcast kid? And I said, yep, and they're like, cool. And then they walked off. (laughs) (laughs) You're the podcast kid. the pod kid now. That's cool, good job. I rolled onto the floor at one point, because one of the people I was sitting with said something really, really funny that I'm would repeat, except a lot of people wouldn't get it because it's video game based. Thank you. Appreciate that. I learned today, or not today, at the GSA meeting, that a kid from my old school district who came to the new school district as well is a queer. I'm not sure how they're queer, but I did notice that they were there, and that did, was really cool to learn. Did you talk to them at all? Um, Not very much. I did reach out to them, like talk to them while they were standing right there that's not reaching out to them but they had this really cool jacket on and i asked them where they got it and they're like amazon i think and i was like <laughs> eh, oh whatever i might do some research later and that was at the beginning of the school year and i haven't done jack shit about it <laughs> you are a jacket queen i am a jacket queen that's awesome i love that and i'm glad that you have <laughs> partly i'm just glad that there are other people in the world now <laughs> that can support you <laughs> It's amazing to find other queers, especially considering that only two years ago, before the corona, everyone was straight around me. And that was disappointing. As far as you knew. As far as I knew. It wasn't disappointing at the time, though, because you didn't know you... Yeah, I was a straighty at that time, too. (laughs) You were also straight, so you didn't know you needed a community. Well, that's awesome. I'm glad for you. I hope that you... I will put all the money and and power and influence I can into your bid for treasurer to make sure <laughs> that your dreams, your money-counting dreams, come true. You heard it here, folks. My dad will give me money whenever I ask for it. Dinglemary for treasurer! <laughs> This has been another House of Barbarism podcast, written, recorded, edited, and produced by Document Barbarism, your friendly neighborhood mountain man fairy princess. Remember, there is no document of civilization which is not, at the same time, a documenta barbarism. Mwah.